Rap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN app. That's why I Good morning and welcome into the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Time for a shot or no shot right here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Brought to you by... Here's Shay Norman. Good morning to Shay. That's a fine, by the way. Look at your right side there. The panel. Is it Mike on or off, Cap? God. <laughs> Damn Bernie's Good morning, bo- Kaplan. That's a dollar. Bernie'sBookBank.org, please. I was drinking last night. I've got no money. Tell me. <laughs> I don't have any money on me. Cap, all those singles Abdallah gave you. I actually have purchased a gift for his baby. With the cash. You're out of <laughs> your mind. You're out card. of your mind. Didn't he tell yes. you not to do that? Cap, dollar. Go ahead. I don't have Cap, any money. all those singles. Those are not for the strip club. They're for burningsbookbank.org. They're at home. See, you can't do that now, man. I'll, I got you. I'll take care of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. I was out late last night. I understand that. You're out drunk, but you still, you should have your singles. That's fine. All right, here's Shay. Sorry. All right, boys, I want to start with Ted Phillips, who was candid at Kevin Warren's introduction with the Bears. He admitted on-field failures throughout his tenure do nag at him, and he offered an explanation for why. Listen to this. Which point, what do you think are the main reasons why? There's a lot. What would you say? Let's see. We've had 45 different quarterbacks, I think, since uh, we won the Super Bowl, so that's probably number one. Shot or no shot, Ted Phillips' legacy will be defined by a failure to get the quarterback right. Wow. Well, wait a second now. I mean, that's that's not on Ted 100%. That's, he's part of the problem. And are we, yeah, exactly. Are we saying the legacy to the paying customers out there, the viewers, us fans, Sylvie? I mean, are we talking about us or are we talking about internally their legacy when they go, huh, we're worth $5.2 billion and he gets a lot of credit for bringing in tremendous revenue stream. Like, how are we defining legacy? Because if it's among us fans, his legacy will be that they were never able to assemble a consistent winner. Yes. Have we gotten the quarterback situation completely right? No. Have we won enough games? No. Everything else is there? Uh-huh. Well, Mayor Daly, let me just tell you this. You, my friend... Uh, failed in the position. That's what he sounds like. I like to have a side-by-side with Phillips and Daly. I think it would sound the same. Uh, I, Cap, I, I just, I mean, it's up. It's about wins and losses. That's what people care about, wins and losses. Did you win or did you lose? Are you a perennial playoff team or not? And, and Ted failed in that spot. Finance, finances to the side, when it comes down to are you a winning franchise, he was not in his tenure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was not. I would think... That us as fans would look and go, hey, man, great run in terms of business, but I'm a football fan, and you didn't win. Mm-hmm. You didn't get it right on your watch. And I, it, he's right. That will nag at him. Internally, I'm sure the McCaskey family will say, we're worth $5.2 billion now. That's and fine. he had a lot of, gets a lot of credit, deservedly so, for all the good things that he did. But to a football fan? No. John Doe, Mary Doe, whoever it is out there spending money on jerseys, hats, tickets, cheering on their TV. They didn't win. Nope. 
That's all people care about. I, was, I would say the majority of the people that are Bears fans, that's all they care about. Think about this. You open Back in the day when you always open up a newspaper, and I say, Bears, uh, Don Pearson, uh, see, what is he saying? Uh, Kelly Quain. All these writers. Kelly Quain. <laughs> back, in the day, wow. back in the day, you're just reading this stuff, you know. He's see, still alive. See what's in the paper, you know. See, But then you'd get to the business section, and you see how much the Bears are worth. Well, you may not even get there. All they cared about is that the Bears win or lose and is the team getting better. That's it. You get to the business section, Bears are worth what? Wow, they should be spending more money. That's what the old man used to say. Correct. That's what my dad used to say. Correct. Well, look at how much money they're making. Look at Hallis making money hand over fist. Hand over fist. That's the old term. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's the old term. Exactly right. Shay. All right, the Bulls will play in about six hours over in Paris, so I want to ask some Bulls questions. Up until now, uh, it's been said they'd be unlikely to make moves at the trade deadline, but now Joe Cowley has said that realistically they could trade some or all of Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, and Nikola Vucevic. The Athletics' David Aldridge has also put out a Bulls trade. He packaged DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and Patrick Williams in a deal to the Lakers for LeBron James. Shot or no shot? The Bulls should try to pair Zach Levine with LeBron. Hoodie, the look on your face. <laughs> should the Lakers trade LeBron? Yes. Yes, they should. Where are they going with LeBron? Where are they going without him? Okay, they, so- they, they should do it because ultimately this is about him passing Kareem in a Laker uniform. That team will not be in contention anytime soon in the West, Cap. Okay, this so is with or without Anthony Davis. Go ahead. You don't remember this because you don't always listen to me, but I called you one night and I said, hey, let's trade for LeBron James. Remember me saying that to you? Uh, well, you sure that was me? Yeah, it was you. Okay. I only have one partner. And the bottom line is he structured his new deal where he can't be traded till after the trade deadline's mm. over. Yeah. So you can't get him. Yeah. But... If LeBron got a new opportunity, said, "You know what? This isn't working. Let's go. Let's go. Bring him in. Then we get. Then we get Bronny. Let's go." You and I saw Bronny. We called the game together. We don't know what Bronny is going to be. Right? Like he's a very talented high school player. Yeah, yeah you know that but he's not daddy. Cap. We called the game. Bronny James was the third, maybe fourth, most interesting player on the floor. Correct. And, that, and, and by the way, it's not us bashing a high school kid. We're just talking about when that high school team, Sierra Canyon, comes in and they've got their own camera crew and boom mic and groupies. It, oh, my God. Anyway. There were 30-year-old women waiting <laughs> so, for these guys. I don't understand. It was unbelievable. I don't understand what we saw there at Wintrust, but I'll just move on. Never um, forget it. So, um, so, anyway, we saw him and you said... Okay, my scout's eyes says heavy-legged. He has room to grow. Mm-hmm. Can shoot the ball like his dad would involve more of his teammates than getting his own shot. Really beautifully yeah. uh, built basketball IQ. Wow. It's a no shot, though. But give me, get, give me that LeBron trade again, Shay. LeBron for whom? Uh, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and Patrick Williams. DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, Patrick. Yeah, I'm not doing that. He's 39 years old. What is he, 37 years old? Yes. Well, this is the Tom Brady conversation, isn't it, Shay? Yeah. The, the one-off? Yeah, and I, I think people have started to say more recently, though, that LeBron could play till mid-40s. 
Okay, so when, when we talk about Tom Brady, we say, which team can he drop into and make a difference right away? Shorter season, obviously. We say Tom Brady's in San Francisco if Purdy doesn't work out. Could they get to the Super Bowl and win it? Possibly. LeBron, 38. Okay, but it's different in the league for LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. He, is a, he is a marvel at his age that he's still doing, doing what he's doing. But in a tough East, put LeBron in the Bulls. Where are the Bulls? Still got to get past Boston and Milwaukee. So I get past the upper upper echelon teams in the East. Yeah, he do, with what I have to give up, my best def- defender, Caruso, a 21-year-old kid who, albeit has his moments where he looks good and many moments where we're like, I need more, Patrick Williams, 21. And I'm giving up, who was the third? Vucevic? Vucevic, yeah. How am I winning? Right. We're Lakers East then. Well, right. Where are you going? And we don't even have street clothes on the roster. The, the LeBron stands that are listening are just like, well, what's wrong with LeBron? Nothing wrong with LeBron. It's just that he doesn't want to be in another situation where it's just him. That's what it would be with the Bulls. Nothing against LeBron, but he'd just be by himself. I think we're past the attraction phase with the Bulls. Agreed. You know what we should do? Bring in George Gervin. He'd be attraction. People remember the Iceman with the Spurs. He was good. Bring on the Bulls. He's old. Right. Get him out of there. Right. We're not at that stage anymore. <laughs> like so. I mean, LeBron on the Bulls trying to beat the Sixers and the Bucks and the Celtics and, the, and Brooklyn, no shot. Shay. I want to stick with the Bulls front office for this next one. The Karnaschovas era has not yet been overly impressive. The trade for DeMar, it's worked for DeMar. It hasn't really worked in terms of winning long term. Well, moves like the Vooch trade, letting Laurie Markinen go for essentially nothing, and drafting Patrick Williams over Tyrese Halliburton look ugly early. Shot or no shot? So far, AK has been no better than Garpax. That's a shot. <gasps> That's a shot. How dare you? I'm being honest here. What what have they really, really done? Have they set themselves up for the future? The answer is no. Patrick Williams' development is, like, key. If, and if he doesn't become what we all hope, they're really effed. Because they don't have their first-round pick unless it's top four protected, and I don't think they're going to get there. So what have they really done? Did we not go to the playoffs with Gar Pax and take the first two games in Boston? Yes. Then Rondo Danny got hurt. Zetterman was sitting where Shea is right now. Mm-hmm. He says, you're not going to believe this. Bulls are up 2 nothing in the series. Mm-hmm. Coming home. Hoiberg was the coach. You remember this. I do. And Danny's like, hey, I just got a tip. This is off the air. Um, Rajon Rondo broke his finger. He's out for the rest of the season. What? And... Zetterman, he immediately bets the Celtics before the news gets public. Mm-hmm. Tells me by the time we log on at break, it's already, it's out. Yeah. Can't get it. We were up to nothing. That was Gar Pax. This crew in the front office, they hide more than Ryan Pace did. Uh, that is correct. Have you heard from any of them? No, you have not. Okay, I'm using this 50,000-watt blowtorch. Arturis, we would like to have you on the Captain Jay Hood show. Please don't hide. We are going to put a formal request in today to get him on. Guarantee you he doesn't do it. And, and yes, yes, we are. Yes, 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 we are. And the same thing with you, Mark Eversley, who has been um, been saying nothing. Nothing. Zero. 
Oh, you again, I'll say it. We're going to get a formal request to what? They're going to come in and tell us that they're not going to do anything again? We're going to, we haven't heard from anybody in this front office since over the summer when they told us point blank, we're not going to do anything. I want it on the record. We're getting close to the all-star break here. Someone's got to say something. How many times do I have to say, Theo Epstein, the worst times. Can we get you on? Yep. Just call me. We'll come on. And he'd answer everything for us or Sylvia, whoever. Yeah. Rick Hahn. He comes on. Yeah. We get him on. Yep. Ryan Poles has absolutely been way better at that mm-hmm. than his predecessor. These guys in the front office here, they're hiding. They've done no better. And some would argue worse. That's a that's a bold statement, but I can't argue it. Look at the one loss record. Look at the lack of talent on this roster. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm just saying it's the same. It's the same. That you did you have not you did not bolster the roster. You did not add shooting here in the offseason. You got an albatross of Lonzo Ball's contract. Mm-hmm. You have an expiring deal in Vucevic. Are you extending him? If you're not, then the trade's a failure. Yes. If you trade him, you better get something good back with the amount of money that you'd have to be getting back. I don't want... Here's Vooch. We'll take Russell Westbrook. Today. No. No thanks. No thank you. Not interested. No. Are you extending DeRozan? Because he's got one year left. So if you're not extending him, what are you doing? So since you've lost the Vucevic trade to Orlando, you better do something with it. Either you're going to pay him or you try to upgrade that roster. Correct. You already lost the trade. Correct. I can't defend it, right? Correct. That front office has been wildly disappointing. Having said that, like the Bulls in the 7.5 tonight? Bulls in Paris, 7.5. They're getting? They're a 7.5 point favorite. 7.5 point favorite. Uh, Buddy Bayhop's not available. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a needle mover. Uh, At games at 2 o'clock, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll be locked in. Uh-huh. Shay. Shay, go ahead. We're out of time, Hoodie. Let's uh, go around the NFL, buddy. All right, we'll go around the national football. I just wanted you, I want you to declare it. I just want you to just come on the air and just say that's enough. Fine, I'll start planting the flag. That's fine. That's fine. You do that anyway. You're 56. We go around the National Football League. <laughs> Times two. Sorry, the Michigan. <laughs> the the hard Michigan living, you see. We go around the National Football League coming up next. And don't forget, we've got deal breakers coming up at 835. Cap and Jay Hood, morning 7 to 10. Cap and Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Nick Foles sucks. He sucks. I'm just a fan. I'm not a football evaluator. I love the Green Bay Packers. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. I want winners. He starts to come and then he pulls out. This is a really thickly built guy. I mean, what's the answer you're looking for on these things here? Go around the National Football League on the Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000. Hope that you have a great day on the ride in on this soggy Deal Breakers Thursday. Let's take a look at the National Football League. Here's Shay Norley. Shay? Well, let's start with the news that came out this morning. The Bills, Titans, Jags will play in London next season, and the Chiefs and Patriots will play in Germany. Hoodie, you have a gripe with this. Well, hold on a second. Hang on, hang on a second. Again, I'm not a big fan of going overseas. Like, I understand it's part of the National Football League now. You know, Roger Goodell and his infinite wisdom believes that there's going to be teams in London. That's a no shot. There will not be an NFL team in London with that crazy travel. If nothing else, they'll put another league over there. But nonetheless, the idea that you have these good teams going. I mean, God built these international games to send the Jets and the Texans. Sending the Chiefs there. 
Titans there, Bills, Jaguars, Patriots. Some of those teams are good. Now, you've got some insight on who some of these teams will face, right? I do. Let me find that tweet. Uh, Shay and I were looking at it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's based on it's based on who didn't go the this previous year. season. So the Screw one that. game the Chiefs could potentially have in Europe, the Bear. Oh, God. Bears, Chiefs. That, that might not end well. And that's going to be possible in Germany, right? Correct. All right. So what do you think, Shay? Well, it especially makes sense because I believe the NFC North plays the AFC West next season. So the Bears will play the Chiefs. Could it be in London or it'll be in Germany if it's the Chiefs? I want my aggravation around 3 o'clock, not at at 11.30. Because that'll be the early game. It'll be 8 8. Oh, my God. 8.30, right? Yeah, something like that. I don't want my aggravation before noon. I want it around 3.30. That's that's when I want my Bears aggravation. Right. Your wife's going to go... It's like 9 o'clock in the morning. What are you so upset about? We're down 28 to nothing in the third quarter. Marching upstairs. Hey, I thought you were going to watch the Bears. I saw them already. We already lost. What do you want to do today? Exactly. You want to go apple picking? Let's go. I don't want to be aggravated that early. I just, um, but you have to agree with me, Shay. Don't you want, you? usually those are the bad teams that go. You want the NFL? We'll give you the dregs of the league. Now they're getting the best. And and those teams, by the way, Cap, you can stand there and be like, you want to see that. But as an owner, losing one of those home games if you're yeah. Kansas City, that kind of sucks. I'm sure the league makes it right, though. Gets so much money. Yeah. The NFL, they always make it right. That's what they're famous for. I want my money. I want it in the home stadium. I'm going over there. Chiefs kingdom. They're, they're, cla- they're, they're cheering for a punt, not understanding what's going on. You know what I think, Hoodie? If the Bears are in London, we should all just go. We're live! Or in Germany? If Patriots are in Munich, I'm going to Munich. Patriots are in Frankfurt, I'm going to Frankfurt. I'll go see them. So if the Bears are playing the Chiefs over there, I think we should all go to wherever they're playing in Germany. Hey, full disclosure, we're in a meeting yesterday. The whole station. Oh, God. Right? Right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, Carmen Yurk, we got plans for you guys. You're going to okay. do this thing. Waddle and Sylvie, we've got a whole plan here that you're going to be. All right, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. What about the highly rated morning show, Danny? We're going Keith? to Germany. Guess what? We're going to Germany. Get the credit card up. Craig? Yeah. I need the credit card. Business yeah. class. We're not flying coach. We're live from Hogan's Heroes. That's it. Back after this. I've seen nothing. We're <laughs> <laughs> in a station. They're all going places. <laughs> Not us. Shay. Oh, we let you'll you'll start at five that day. Okay. Shay. Take that, Danny. All right. Well, uh, Brandon Staley said he never thought his job was on the line, Hoodie. He hasn't been fired. <laughs> he said he never thought he would be fired. It appears. Uh, Joe Lombardi's the sacrificial lamb over there. And they fired the linebacker coach, too, right? Yeah, that's correct. Well, you know sure what? It was his fault. He has a better relationship with the, with the GM than I do and than what we do. So I guess he was privy to a win or loss. Um, did I expect the Chargers to win the game? I think I picked the Jaguars in our picks last Friday. I believe I did. But at the same time, he has a better relationship and knew whether or not he's going to keep his job or not. I just know a lot of people were disappointed in the lack of the running game in the second half. And just, of course, defensively they let down. This is supposed to be a defensive coach and their defense let down. And also Bosa let them down as well, being a knucklehead. He was a knucklehead. Very so, good. I mean, you know what? 
Shay, it makes sense to me. How often do we get the coach that's fired after the playoff game? Yeah, now, is he on a slippery slope? No question about it. No but, question. But if you're the GM, you go to the owner and say, okay, here's the deal. We could fire him. We owe him whatever we owe him. What, what does he make? Five million? Well, how are you replacing him? Sean Payton. How much is that? Oh, cool. $125 million for five years. Yeah, no, we'll keep Staley. I understand. Fire a couple of assistants. But let's just be careful if I'm the GM. We'd have a conversation. You still want to keep going on forward on fourth and sixth and fourth and seventh? Correct. Same Madden. You sure you want to do that? Correct. How, by the way, Shay, how, how uh, successful are you on fourth and sixth on Madden? You get the you get the job done. You get the first down. Hoodie, I don't play a lot of Madden to be honest with you. It's one. Of, it's like my only video game blind spot. I just don't care about Madden. When you play a football video game, you don't play any football video games. Not really. No, I understand. He's an older chap. He's an older gentleman. They cap. just aren't good. I used to play them, and they all suck now, and they just make you mad. They're all they all suck. Is it because you you struggle at them? Is that why they suck? No, they just are bad. They aren't real football. It's just like dumb things where getting in the weeds about Madden now. But if you play against somebody online, they all run the same play that's unstoppable because they went on some website that told them you can't beat this with any. It's just dumb. It's a dumb game. Dumb game. Madden's a dumb game. It's not bad. (laughs) Oh, you'd know. Big video game Kaplan over here. What are you, you putting, dumping 60 hours into Madden? No, but I used to play Madden. I used Waddle to play Madden. I used to get, that was our show prep. Yes. For years. Yes. Madden's awesome. Yeah. I loved Madden until about 2013, maybe, and then it got bad. He's an old timer. See that, Cap? Yeah. I, I still play Madden. I just think it's hard to go for fourth and sixth and fourth and seventh. I guess it's easier on the game than it is in the actual game. I know they're looking at analytics, but doesn't mean you're going to connect. That's, I know that's Staley's game, but. You can't reinvent the wheel too much in the NFL. Correct. Shay. All right, Aaron Donald made some waves when he changed his Twitter bio to say former NFL defensive lineman. He's now saying he's going to play next year. So my question, what does that mean for Sean McVay? Does he go back to the Rams? Yes. For one more run. Well, he's definitely going. McVay's already said he's going back. One more run. 100%. He's in. So they're putting the band back together. And Stafford, they redid his deal, so he's locked in for two more years. You know, it's something to be said. I know people, some don't remember this, Cap, but you and I remember this. It's something to be said about a young coach that says, I think I've had enough. And we can go all the way back to uh, John Madden with that. Mm-hmm. And it was a surprise. I think we're, we're both too young to remember this. How old was Madden when he stepped down? Had to be in his 30s, right? I thought he was in his 30s. Won the Super Bowl, I'm out. But we're too young to remember the the headlines of that, of Madden, just as big, big as life, the big personality on the sidelines, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the striped shirt and the bad tie, and he's there, and he's just kind of like a player on the sidelines. You know, his hands moving all around, his hair is everywhere, and he goes to the booth, and you say, this guy's in the prime of his career. Why would he do that, right? Yep. And the same thing here with McVeigh. Even though there's more money to be made, it's just it's interesting that people say, you know, that guy should be on television. Now, you and I have no idea whether that he'd be good on TV, but the money's there. The money's insane. Yeah. Insane. That's why coaching salaries have gone up. That's why Sean Payton's demanding $25 million a year. Yeah. So that's that's just amazing to me. So, you know, if, if McFay goes to TV, goes to Amazon, the money's maybe better than it is for him being a head coach. Wouldn't that surprise me, but... As Cap said, one more year for him, yeah. at least, right? At least. All right, what else do we have around the NFL? 
All right, so uh, Rob Gronkowski was on with Kay Adams yesterday to talk about Aaron Rodgers saying he could win another MVP. It's something interesting to say. I, I'm totally fine with everything he said except one major part, and that's the MVP again. It's just that I think I, I think I could win another Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and, it, and then that would have been totally fine. Like, like, bro, like, why are you thinking MVP? Like, don't you want Super Bowls? Like, Super Bowls are, are I think five times greater than a, than an MVP award. Like, we all know that you won the MVP a few times now, but, like, you know, everyone would everyone would know even more how many more Super Bowls you've won than MVPs. So, thoughts from Rob Gronkowski. So, what about that, Shay? I think he's right, right? I mean, the, the individual accolade, you've gotten enough of them if you're Aaron Rodgers, and he won the two straight the la- in two of the last three years. Shouldn't he be really focused on team success at this point couldn't disagree with you all more the cut Aaron Rodgers has what he said was I can still play at an MVP level he didn't say my goal is to win the MVP he said I can play at an MVP level he's 39 years old Mm -hmm. you feel like you could still do this yes I can play at an MVP level and it got all twisted I got no issues with anything that dude said you're an Aaron Rodgers fan, right? Uh, I don't like the Green Bay Packers. I am a fan of his. Mm-hmm. Let me just tell you that I think that the number one thing that Aaron Rodgers should be shooting for is another championship. You know, we talk about how Kevin Warren talked about championships with the Bears. Rarely, if ever, hear that from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, but did Rodgers not say if they're going to go through a rebuild, I'm not interested. I'm not going through a rebuild. That's saying I want to contend for the Super Bowl. I have never heard that. I, I don't know why he said that, unless it's something that he and Gutenkunst talked about. But I've never heard through Wilde from ESPN Milwaukee or any other writing that the Packers would be going through a rebuild. They never. When, they, when have they done that in the Rodgers administration? They haven't, but the question that was asked was, what would it take for you to come back? Yeah. And he said, I'm not going to go through a rebuild. I have to know we're trying to win. So They always did- are. Right. Hey, they may, he may not like the players that are brought in, but they're always trying to win. Agreed. But he just made it clear. I'm not taking a step back at 39. I want to win a Super Bowl. Okay. I have no issues with what that dude said. None. And that's around the National Football League here on ESPN 1000. Coming up in a minute, Danny's going to put money in your pocket. And then we will have Deal Breakers brought to you by SEO Level Up. Captain J. Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines with Captain Jay Hood. The Bulls will play the Pistons in Paris today at 2 o'clock. It's the same games in. Indeed. You're right about that. Uh, DePaul, they took down number 8 Xavier at Wintrust yesterday. Meanwhile, Loyola loses to St. Louis. And you can now send Liam Hendricks a message of support at WhiteSox.com slash Team Liam. Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN 1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money first. Or it could be a deal breaker. Along with Rusty the Bailiff and Judge Wapner, I'm Doug Llewellyn. Thanks so much. I'm sorry? Wrong show. 
Deal Breakers. It is Deal Breakers. And it's brought to you by SEOLevelUp.com. You need search engine optimization for your business. Take it from a guy who has worked with that company. They are the best. SEOLevelUp.com. Here's Shay Norling. Shay? All right, boys, let's get started with a story I think you're going to know pretty quickly. You're an NFL player agent, and one of your most high-profile clients, who is a free agent, posts a public Snapchat video of them uh, in the act with their girlfriend. What does that mean? I don't understand. In the act, what does that mean? Having sex. Oh, thank you very much. I thought they were working out. (laughs) Well... Maybe they were. Yeah, they were certainly getting cardio in. Yeah, I saw, I've seen you in a pool. It probably was a workout. Go ahead. Would this be a deal breaker for you representing that player? Okay, it's not just that, Cap. It's the amount of things that this player has done. It's the amount of things. Correct. It's been Every a day there's drama. I mean, I mean, Antonio Brown has been a, a litany of things. You're putting out what is supposed to be naked pictures of Tom Brady's ex You've seen this? I mean, it's a laundry list of things. And, and now said athlete yes. is claiming his Snapchat was hacked. It was not. There's no way that was hacked. No, that's not how that works. What that is is, is that I'm going to put this on the bedside table, and we're, gonna, we're going to clip my girlfriend or whoever I'm taking care of here, and I'm going to show her in the throes of joy. My Snapchat page has been hacked, he wrote. Working with that Snapchat support to get this fixed. Oh, please. ASAP. He's a moron. He just wants to get attention. And it's the wrong kind of attention. All right, Shay, let's throw that sound now. And It's uh, Antonio Brown having sex with his girlfriend. Go ahead. Let's have that. Give me a few minutes on that. Go ahead. <laughs> have to hit the, might have to hit the dial tone on the phone on that one, honey. <laughs> there you go. She's, she's she's getting boat raced. That's what we wanted right there. Well, you know, he, he's getting into hip-hop. He's trying to start his rap career. The headboard was certainly making a beat against the wall. <laughs> I mean, come on, Cap. I mean, enough of that, right? I mean, enough. he's just trying to get attention. Like, okay, what are you going to parlay this into? So you end your career by taking off, of, taking off your uniform and your... Uh, shoulder pads, and you wave goodbye to the NFL. That's how you leave the NFL. That's it. Then you feel like that you, before that, you had problems with your feet, right? Because your feet were all screwed up. What was it in that tanning bed too long or cryo? I, cryo too long. Because Uh-oh. I'm not going to get personal. He, his feet were wet. Yes. He didn't follow the proper protocols. You can't go in there with wet feet and no shoes on. It's 250 below. This all started when he was a Steeler. Well, if you can't play for Mike Tomlin, you can't play for anybody. That's where it all starts. And then all this other nonsense that's going on with him. So Crazy. It, it is a deal breaker. If I'm his representative, yes. Um, I'm putting out a full-page ad in the L.A. Times. I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> and, and saying, I'm out. And saying that we're parting just like Kanye. Can't reach him on the phone. Yeah. Get an ad in the newspaper. Yeah. All right, what's next? Uh, Your wife's coming home from an out-of-town trip, and you're picking her up from the airport. Her flight was delayed. She befriends someone from her flight at the airport bar. That person asks your wife if they could split a cab when they finally get home. Your wife offers you up to drive them home. Would you agree to drive a stranger home from the airport? Hmm. It's a deal breaker. Hakaz, I already know your answer. Because you need context. 
yes, you'd be willing to help anybody in these streets. I would. Yes. But in that scenario, that'd be, here's how you'd help someone. It's one-on-one. You learn about this person. You've had a conversation with this person. I'll help this person. I've Correct. seen you in the act. I've seen you do this. Correct. But now it's kind of like out of nowhere. You're at the kiss and fly. And all of a sudden at the airport. Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you see the sign up there, right? Yeah. You have to kiss and fly, and all of a sudden, oh, here she comes. All right, let me open up the trunk for you. Here we go. Who's that? Excuse me? This is my new friend, Tabitha. Oh, hey, Tabitha. Nice to meet you. Hi, Tab. Yeah. uh, yeah, Tab. I met Mindy on the plane, and she offered you to give me a ride home. Is she hot? (laughs) (laughs) Her name's Tab. No. She looks like the the pop <laughs> she in a pink dress. Uh, so so no, Cap. I mean, in that spot though, you, there is no. Can I see you in the kitchen for a minute? There's no conversation. Correct. It's in the moment. You're gonna say yes. I would. But once you drop her off, what the hell was that? Oh my god. So, is it a deal breaker? <laughs> it's definitely a very stern conversation. Okay, so my wife went to dinner with her friend. We'll call her friend Cheryl, because uh-huh. that's her real name. Uh-huh. I said, I'll pick you up, hon, because so, there was, like, wine with dinner. Can't drink a drive. I'll pick you up, hon. Yep. Yeah, well, by the time that the waiter staggered over with the check, Cheryl missed her train. Yeah. Didn't ask me. Hey, hon, you ready to go? Yeah, I told Cheryl you'd drop her off. Can't Where do she- it. Where does she live? Batavia. Mm-hmm. Or wherever it was. St. Charles. Way out there. I'm like... Doctor. Excuse me? Can't do it. Okay. I like Cheryl very much. Drove her out there. I think it was communicated. He was not happy he gets up so early because this awesome edible arrangement showed up mm-hmm. the next day. Mm-hmm. Thanks for driving me. Okay. Sweet move. Wasn't thrilled. So, Shay, was it a deal breaker for you? It was not. Can I explain the situation? My wife's at the airport. She's delayed six hours. She makes friends with this nice woman at the bar. They're getting wines together. They sit together on the flight. We. She tells us, well, she tells my wife that they live near us. Um, so she goes, do you want to split a cab? My wife says, let me ask my husband if he'll pick us up and he can take you home. So she texts me and, and says, I said that you would be able to take her home. At this point, if I say no, I become the a-hole. No And question. I don't want to be that. So I just say, yeah, whatever, we'll do it. My f- greatest fear, though, was that this minor thing, this minor little good karma move where I'm going to hopefully get something back out of this in the future because I'm doing a nice thing for somebody, would result in massive inconveniences. It's always the classic setup, right? You agree to do something yeah. kind of menial. I'll give this nice old lady a ride home from the airport. And it results in massive inconveniences. I got lucky. It was just very nice and sweet. But it was an odd thing to say yes to. Thank you so much, sweetie, for taking me can you, home. Can Thank you carry my bags upstairs? Thank you so much. And uh, I just want you to know... Uh, Put your hands on the steering wheel. <laughs> Put your goddamn hands on the steering wheel. Right now. Right now. Give me the keys. Are you robbing me? Yes, I am, Shay. Get out of the car. Get out of the car. Thanks for helping a sweet old lady. Well, then my What's wife- in your pockets? Bend over. Give me your pockets. Let me see it's in there. 
Oh, nice walk, Michigan, huh? All right. Lady, let's take a look. Those are my credit. I don't care about your credit cards. Head them over here. Thanks for helping a sweet old lady. Suckers. <laughs> take that. <laughs> Seriously. She's a doddering old lady, and all of a sudden she just springs into action with a snub nose. But I'm done. I just hear from the You're back seat. Jacked. I like you. I like your shoes. And I'm just like, oh, damn it. It's over for me. My wife's so sweet. She wanted me to get home to be able to watch the football game. Uh-huh. So she goes, we could, you know, we could go home and you can uh, get out of the car and then I'll take her home. And I'm like, honey, we're not showing this random person where we live. I mean, come on. No. Let's be real, realistic about this. I'll just take her home. Your spotty senses as a Michigander knows you got to be careful. Exactly. Come on now. Yeah, I'm from Detroit, right. man. Shea Come on. Knows. Shea, you we know. just dropped Shay off. Yeah, what time does he leave for work? And you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to get here about 9.30. See? That's why you don't share too much information, man, with a stranger. No shot. So what do you do for a living? And what do you do for a living? You're in radio? Hmm. He makes some money. What does she do? Oh, that's interesting. Raise your hands above your head. Right now. Right now! <laughs> How do you think when Hoodie went on vacation, we said he went to the Indiana Dunes? Nobody needs to know, pal. Absolutely not. When he this, comes back, he tells us. In this world? Cap. In this world? Correct. Hoodie, you'll like this from our Twitch chat. Uh, Clara2320, your ID says you're 27. You look like you're 54, sonny boy. <laughs> I know we got, we have one more. We have one more, yeah. Okay, coming up next, we'll have one more as we continue our deal breakers. It is brought to you by SEO Level Up. You need search engine optimization. Get your company to the top of Google. These guys are the best. Call my guy Tommy or just log on the website, SEOLevelUp.com. Also, coming up next, Cap Speaks Jive. Cap and J-Hood, back after this. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. We will continue deal breakers here on ESPN 1000. Here's Shay Norlin. Shay? All right, this comes from a friend uh, story I heard recently. At your wedding reception, your mother gives a speech that begins with kind words to your wife, but then goes on to talk about one of your ex-girlfriends. She says that she thought you and your ex were destined by God to end up together, and that while she's happy for your marriage, she's dismayed about who you chose to marry. Do you kick your mother out of the wedding? Oh. Read it one more time. Say it one more time. During your mother's speech at your your wedding, she starts off kindly, but goes on to say as she gets stuck on one of your ex-girlfriends, she says she thought you and your ex were, quote, destined by God to end up together, and that while she's happy for your marriage, she's dismayed about who you chose to marry. Do you kick her out of the wedding? So you mean like have her escort? You're out. Get out of here. Just like in the wedding party, like she can't be there. She can't be, since you don't like who I married, should she be kicked out of the wedding party? Yeah, but if, the, if she's giving the speech, she's already there. The wedding's already happened. So are you saying that you're having her, like... Oh, this is at the es- dinner? At the dinner, you're saying escort her out. Get her out of here. Oh, no, no I mean, no. Mother can say whatever she wants. It's not going to ruin anything for me. But it would ruin the... It would be a big damper on the relationship going forward. You know, Cap... 
it wouldn't surprise me if this mother's going to say this at the wedding. I'm sure that she might have had uh, some things to say or some feelings toward this bride at some point. Right. Maybe it's expected. Maybe it's not. Of course, I'd, I'd go over there and save it. I'd just grab the mic and go, there's mom. A little bit too much wine. <laughs> so uh, have a good time. Hope you guys are enjoying everything. So long, everybody. You know, <laughs> exactly. So, something, right? Something right. to save it. That's what you would do. Yeah. I could just see that. <laughs> Boy, the rosé is pouring a little strong this morning. Um, um, oh, man, a lot of mimosas. <laughs> yeah, I would not have her kicked out of the building because that would cause a real scene. An ejection. Can you right. imagine that? She's- uh, security. Get her out of here. <laughs> no, no, I would I, not. Do I would not have her kicked out, Jay, but just the, I'd try to save the moment if I could with a couple of jokes. I'd have something. That is probably the best strategy. Honestly, I think I would kick my mother out. If she's standing up there disrespecting my wife, it's the wedding day. You got to prioritize the wife. Listen, mom, thanks for everything. Get out. Get no out. Get Go out. to the hotel. Yeah, Get you, out. Listen, mom, the, the martini's a little strong. Go to the hotel. <laughs> It's done. It's done for the night. Thank you. Goodbye. Get out. Can you believe that? No that, way. That's how Shay would do it, but I would not. I would try to save the moment. But we'd have a conversation. We'd have speaks. What are you doing? Yeah. You may not like her, but she's my wife. You got a problem with it? Deal with it. And that's not a deal breaker, but definitely a conversation. And that is Deal Breaker. is brought to you by SEO Level Up here on Chicago's Home for Sports. Stan Van Gundy. Longtime former NBA coach, about uh, 11, 12 jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he's done. Maybe he's out of his system now. I would think. Good God almighty. <laughs> Jeez. I don't think you're very good. You're fired. You're Get right. out of here, Stan. So now he's working for Turner. Mm-hmm. And he tweeted this, Cap. It says, 90s NBA teams had just a trainer and a strength coach. They practiced more often and harder and played more back-to-backs. Teams now have a huge medical and performance staffs and value rest over practice. Yet injuries and games missed are way up. Something's not working. Would you agree with that statement, by the way? Yes. Okay, because it's true. You and I can watch an NBA game and we see the head coach, three assistants, and then there's this row, this army of people behind this coaching staff. Correct. A whole bunch of people, right? Right. He's a trainer. He's the stretch guy. He's the shooting. It's unbelievable. So he says something's not working. How is it that you just had one guy, one trainer, one strength and conditioning person, but yet you have all these injuries are up? Kevin Durant responds and says, Stan spitting. Stan spitting. Stan Van Gundy replies and says, no, I'm not criticizing players. I'm just saying that we're uh, getting something wrong about how we prepare and train players. We can't do anything about these injuries like yours. Yeah, he fell on your leg. But all of these groin, hamstring injuries, etc., shouldn't be happening as much as they are. And Kevin Durant replied, no, Stan, I agree with you. He's spitting, spitting facts. So as you speak, Jive, spitting spit means? Spitting means he's spitting the truth. See, you know that. Yes. That's a basketball guy. Correct. You've been around so much basketball that you picked up on the lingo. Correct. And this things have been said publicly, Catholic League. You've been around basketball, so you hear the, the latest things. Correct. Even you, away from the game, knows if, he's, if Kevin Durant tweets Stan Spittin', you mess, he's spitting tr- truth. The facts, yeah. And Stan says, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not criticizing the players. I'm just saying that we got to get something. I agree with you, Stan. Stan didn't know the difference between I, the two. I remember the <laughs> first time I went into a gym, and I'm like, who's that kid? And some player that I knew said, that kid's a 
bitch. And I said, he's a what? Yeah. He goes, that means he's good. Oh. Okay, I learned one. That was 40 years ago. Yes. I like the idea that Kevin Durant's like, yeah, you know what? You're right, man. It used to be back in the day much simpler. We didn't have as many injuries. He's spitting right now. <laughs> Stan's like, no, no, I, I don't mean. I, I'm not criticizing the today's player. Uh, Stan, I agree with you. I'm just, I'm saying, I agree. Yes. So Cap does speak jive. Yes. And Stan 100%. does not. Yeah. And and he's exactly correct. <laughs> it's the same thing in pitching. Go back and look. Fergie Jenkins every year, 275 to 320 innings. Now, 180, and you're a horse. More injuries. <laughs> oh man, it's just amazing. It's funny. Coming up in two minutes, we have a question about Justin Fields. Stay by your listening device as we talk Bears with you on Cap and J Hood. Two minutes.